Yo, nothing important, man, Rez. I'm back. I took a little hiatus. It has been a week, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a continual listener to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Hopefully, you've been able to function without my silky smooth voice. I was in Florida. Much fucking needed. First time actually taking my daughter to the beach. Um, so you know I got fucking emotional. It was uh, It was wonderful. And if you're curious, where in Florida did I go? You know, Tampa, Orlando. Did I go to Miami? No, I went to White Trashville. I went to Panama City Beach, which I will say, you know, it has a bad rap for being trashy. I went the week really before spring break really starts popping off. It's not a bad place. The beaches are gorgeous. The water is very clear. The people are nice. The people are nice. 2023, ladies and gentlemen, nice people still exist. Holy fucking shit. You go into a, a, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings. I I was being real fucking American. Florida, hot wings, beach, margaritas. I was doing it all. I was doing it all. Go into a Buffalo Wild Wings and a waitress actually cares. She she stood there awkwardly the entire time. Um, You know, typically a waitress will come and they say, what do you want to drink? And they go and they grab the drink and they come back and they say, are you ready? You say no. And they go about their business. This young lady was very focused on us from a customer service standpoint. Gotta fucking give it up. Panama City Beach. Very nice people. She stood there and she stared at us and she waited for us to read the entire menu. A little bit awkward, but I appreciate the gesture. (laughs) I try to look past the lack of uh, social awareness that she was expressing and understand that people are just nice in certain areas. And if you've ever been to Panama City Beach, you understand that there's a reason that people are nice down there. It has all of the contributing factors to make a nice human being, to make somebody who's not irritable. I grew up in New York City. I grew up in the motherfucking city. Everybody say they're from New York and they're not from New York. I grew up in the city, the rat race, the bullshit, the violence, the traffic, the millions of people stacked on top of each other, the stress. The anxiety, that's not what's going on in Panama City Beach. The fact is that I'm talking about a lot of sunshine. You get a lot of motherfucking sunshine. I got me a little tan. I put my, my, my fucking SPF on. Still got a motherfucking tan. They got beautiful beaches. There's something cleansing about a beach. I can't explain this. It really just like, it drummed up in me as well. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? What the fuck am I doing with my life where I picked a city to live in? that doesn't have a beach, why? Why? Atlanta's great, but there's no fucking water. Third factor, alcohol. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Alcohol is dangerous, man. I feel like alcohol is very dangerous because, not just because it's actual literal poison that you're putting into your body. (laughs) It's not just that. It's not the fact that they locked up, you know, probably tens of thousands, not hundreds of thousands of people since the early 1900s for marijuana charges because somebody went into the newspapers and said Mexicans are raping people's wives after smoking weed. That that happened, but we don't actually do nothing that bad to you. Weed just makes you a little bit lazy. Alcohol does bad shit to you. Just was on Reddit. I'm back on it all, baby. This whole week I was on a fucking... I was on a real vacay. I deleted all my social medias. I, I just was in the moment, baby. I'm back on Reddit. I was watching these girls 
And I have to assume they were off the influence of alcohol. I have to assume that they were all in a the car. They're listening to, to Spanish music. They're, you know, young Latinas having a good time. Does anybody have more fun than young Latinas? Why am I saying Latinas like a white person? <laughs> Does anybody have more fun than young Spicks? I don't know. It's a good time to be, a, you know, a young Spanish girl pause. Um, but there was like five girls in the whip, and I'm assuming that they were under the influence of alcohol to some extent. They were listening to music. One girl's live streaming on her Instagram. These are all negative factors. This is what makes people unhappy. And I'll get back to what makes, you know, Panama City Beach Floridians happy. They were in the car. She's live streaming. They singing. Guess what happens? The driver gets a little bit fucking too concerned about how she looks in that two-dimensional depiction on her friend's iPhone, on her friend's live stream. And she starts looking away from the road and trying to make a duck face to the camera. And the bitch crashed the car. And they caught it all on live stream. That level of alcohol, very dangerous. But if you're on a beach and you ain't driving, you're in Panama City, and you're watching the sunset, ain't nothing motherfucking wrong with a margarita. And that's what I was doing, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody seemed to be on that level and that vibration. Really didn't get a lot of bad vibes. And I was talking to some of the locals, some of the people that live there. Maybe not even necessarily from there, but have moved there because there's, there's a lot of tourist industry. You know, bartenders, people who, uh, you know, work at hotels, hospitality. They would move to a place like Panama City Beach, enjoy the very low cost of living, and make a lot of money when everybody wants to come, you know, all, all these young white girls around the nation want to go to Panama City to dishonor their father during spring, spring break. They make a lot of fucking money. So there's a lot of people that I was talking to and they were saying that most of the negative stories that you hear in Panama City Beach, most of the negativity, the violence or the, the bullshit is people who are not from there. It's tourists. They, they're having too much fun. They're having too much goddamn fun. I didn't have too much fun. I got a child. We were just having just enough fun and it was fucking necessary. I would implore anybody who is going through stress, anybody who's going through uh, you know, just the, the regular ups and downs of life. Go to a fucking beach and dunk your head. At, baptize your goddamn self. That's what I did. You know, talking about Sp Spics again, Spanish people. Go to your local bo botanica and, and ask them. You want to cleanse yourself. They're going to say, get some Florida water. Go to Florida. Just dunk yourself in the goddamn water. Just do it. It worked for me. Um, could I live in Florida? I don't know. But I definitely am considering, I talk a lot of shit, man. I say, yo, I want to live at a beach. I want to live in Puerto Rico. I want to move. I want to be on an island. I don't need to forward to the island, get you gold, no spray tan. Drizzy Drake, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I talk about this shit a lot. And every time I get near water, a big body of water, you know, namely right now I'm talking about Panama City Beach. And I experience that lifestyle. I'm like, what the fuck is the point of anything else? What is the point of anything? It's like people that don't like nature. I, I can't I can't vibe with it. <laughs> I can't fucking understand people who don't like nature. I don't understand, you know. I don't get it. Me personally, you know, I like that shit. I like to sit there on the beach and act like I'm in Moana and that the ocean is talking to me. That's what I like to do, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I was fucking doing this week. My brain has been off, but I'm back. How is everybody doing? How has the world been going? You know, I haven't been up on current news. I haven't been up on what the fuck has been going on. I haven't been paying attention. I'm unplugged. 
I've, I've been unplugged. God bless anybody who lives a life of being unplugged. There's still some people out there that have figured out <laughs> that it's not that fucking important. And they unplug themselves. They get out of the goddamn matrix. They get out of the, you know, listening to the news and getting fear mongered and getting manipulated by their algorithm. They get out of that shit. And God bless those people. They're very intelligent people. I'm not that type of personality. I took a break, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm back. You know, on, on that note, you know what I should do? I should keep, you know, nothing important podcast traditions alive. I'm going to read some goddamn news. I'm going to check what's been going on since I've been gone. Today is March 1st, 2023. And it is the beginning. It's a Wednesday, by the way. Everything happens on a goddamn Wednesday. Um, it is the first day of Women's History Month. What the fuck is Women's History Month? <laughs> what the fuck is Women's History Month? This is the way, another way to be like covertly racist after they gave black people the, the month with the least amount of days. They're like, yep, right after you. You know, we, we, we like women more than you. Um, that makes me misogynist. All right, uh, March. Between 1988 and 1994, Congress passed additional resolutions requesting an authorization, or excuse me, requesting and authorizing the president to proclaim March of each year as Women's History Month. Since 1995, presidents have issued a series of annual proclamations uh, designating the month of March as Women's... That was two sentences that really said the same fucking thing. Thank you very much. Is there a Wikipedia here where I can understand why they did this? I get why you want to have a Women's History Month, like just off of like face value, just understanding in society, not even, I won't even put this on Americans, human beings in general have two qualities that are kind of prevailing regardless of culture, ethnicity, or time period, whatever era we've been in as fucking homo sapiens. We have been racist and we have been misogynist. That is those, those two very fucking real things. You know what I mean? People, for whatever reason, historically have a problem with melanated people and uh, keep her in the kitchen or I'm a smacker. That's been going on since the beginning of fucking time. And so you want to have a month that you can remind the majority of people that might not fall into that demographic, whether it be like... So this is really... Both of these months, they, they sound like they're for black people, Black History Month, or they sound like they're for women, but they're really for white males. Just the people who don't fall in those demographics. To remind them to stop being evil, you know? Um, Women's History Month. Women do great things, right? Women, what was the James Brown song? It's a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing if she didn't pack his lunch and he went to work and actually did the work, but making a sandwich is hard too. I don't remember the fucking song, but you get the fucking point, right? I'm looking for Wikipedia. Then we gone. Women's History Month is an annual declared month that highlights the contributions of women's to events in history and contemporary society is celebrated during March in the United States, the United Kingdom, and Australia. So we got three motherfucking powerhouses that are, you know, correspondingly celebrating International Women's Day. Um, International, excuse me, Women's Month. International Women's Day is on March 8th. And during October in Canada, uh, corresponding with the celebration of Persons Day on October 18th. So Canada, they want to be different. Um, the uh, commemoration began in 1978 as Women History Day 
in Sonoma County, California. Never been to Sonoma County. I think that's where the wine is. I don't know. No, I'm thinking Temecula. What is fucking Sonoma? Who cares, right? I'm thinking William Sonoma. William Sonoma. Very nice. Um, and was championed by Jerda Lanier, bad name, and the National Women's History Alliance to be recognized as a national week and then a month in the United States spreading internationally after that. Listen, we made up for it. The collective consciousness of men slapping the shit out of their women because the women talked back after the men said, mashed potatoes again? Mashed potatoes again? We had this three times this fucking month. And he slaps her. We're making up for that you know, collective abuse that we've implemented on women over the history of America. And we've not only uh, started off with, you know, Women's History Month or History Week, we, we bumped that up to a month. So that makes, you know, makes it all better. In the United States, Women's History Month traces its beginnings back to the first International Women's Day in 1911. Long motherfucking time ago, over 100 years ago, ladies and gentlemen. The holiday has been largely forgotten in the U.S. until the late 1960s when an activist calling herself Laura X. Okay, this is like fucking irony. Just <laughs> I just said it. They were trying to fucking subtly distract people from the importance of Black History Month. And now there's a bitch named Laura X that popularized the forgotten Women's History Month. All right. Um, she organized a march in Berkeley, California. Isn't that where the Black Panthers were? Uh, on International Women's Day, March 8th, 1969. The march led to the U.S. Rediscovery of International Women's Day and the creation of the Women's History Research Center, a central archive of women's movement from 1968 to 1974. Laura X thought it unfair for half the human race to have only one day a year and called for National Women's History Month to be built around International Women's Day. Laura X, shout out to you. I don't know if you were assassinated like Malcolm. But you definitely have an X at the end of your name, so it makes you sound cool. And you got some shit done. <laughs> Everybody was paying attention to March 8th. And she was like, I want all of March. I want all of March. And they said, not just the two weeks where you, 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 know, you have your period. No, I want all of March. And they did it. Laura X. Um, she did it. I want to see like who's honored. Let's, let's Google this. Let's look at women in history because I make a lot of jokes, ladies and gentlemen, but what would I be without women? Uh, we have not yet advanced as a human species where we can, in fact, or it's, it's not actually understood by the public. Maybe it is happening behind closed doors. Maybe at the Tesla Gigafactory, there are babies in test tubes that are being sharded out and clones of children. Like that one scene in, in the Pokemon movie, very obscure reference. Look it fucking up. Maybe that's what's happening, but I'm not aware of this right now. You're not aware of this if you're listening to the Nothing Important Podcast. And so we have to assume that we are all only here because of a woman's twat. Erect a shrine on your dresser, in your bedroom, on your kitchen table. You understand what I'm saying? Flowers and then carve out a beautiful bust of a woman's saggy roast beef vagina because that's how it looks after a baby comes out of there and understand that's where you come from i want to look up women's appreciation month how do i how would i word this uh let's see quotes and maybe it'll show me some women there's no limit to what we can what we as women can accomplish weak i'm sorry um <laughs> 
Don't be afraid. Be focused. Be determined. Be hopeful. Be empowered. Michelle Obama. Michelle, y'all. Uh, women belong in all places where decisions are being made. It shouldn't be that women are the exception. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know the full fucking life story of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but she had an incredible fucking movie. Not that I saw it. Not that I can judge the actual movie. I just remember my Christian ass aunt and her husband, both very fucking living under a rock. They believe the Bible verbatim. You know, they don't think there's any type of interpretation to take from that. They think it's all literal. And uh, they were watching that Ruth Bader Ginsburg movie and they were fucking, they were eating that shit up. They were eating that shit up. They were not complaining that there was mashed potatoes cooked three days in a row and slapping their wife. They were enjoying that meal. I raise up my voice, not so I can shout, but so those without a voice can be heard. Uh, we cannot succeed when half of us are held back. Maya, oh, Malaya, you sava that's her last name. I'm going to stick with that. It was just like, at the beginning of it was like, you know, very Middle Eastern sounding. And then it just went into nothingness. Y-O-U-S-A-F-Z-A-I. Um, let's get something good here. How wonderful is it that nobody needs to wait a single moment before starting to improve the world? And Frank. God damn it, women are so important. Where would we be without these hallmark... Uh, quotes. <laughs> this is what I want to hear. Surround yourself only with people who are going to take you higher. Oprah motherfucking Winfrey. Oprah motherfucking Winfrey. This is yet another case. I've talked about it before. We live in a hologram. This is a light matrix. This is a three-dimensional illusion. It's a physical reality that is an unreality. It's not real, ladies and gentlemen. It is a dream and evidence of this. You will see people who are high in the totem pole as it pertains to success or status. And they will ironically or coincidentally or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm going to call it a motherfucking video game. They will have a name that almost forecasts their destiny. Oprah? I don't know what that means. Win? Free? Come on, son. Come on, son. Is there anybody more free than Oprah? Is there anybody who's won more then Oprah, she's a winner, ladies and gentlemen. She's she's an extremely intelligent individual, extremely hardworking. She has been a uh, a mogul in the the space of media, and she also has way too much goddamn energy. She kind of creeps me out. But Oprah, goddamn it, she rich, and she says surround yourself only with people who are going to take you higher. Now, don't misconstrue that. Like my aunt and my husband, who uh, my husband, hey yo, my aunt and her husband who believe the bible in a very literal sense they they might read that and take it for face value and then go you know seek out people who are getting high on the corner because oprah said to do it that's not what she's saying she's saying take you higher in your life you should always be climbing ready to achieve ready to push yourself past your limits ladies and gentlemen this life is not about what you got it's about who you are and who you are is a representation, is a culmination of what you do. And what you do is motivated by how you think. And you get how the fuck I'm talking. You know what I'm saying? It's a salesman, one's on one. All right. Some, somebody once said, we never know what is enough until we know what's more than enough. Billie Holiday. Listen, I could kill two birds with one stone. If I was able to hang around Billie Holiday, I would be taking the advice of an Oprah Winfrey. Because she said, only hang around people who 
are going to take you higher. And Billy was famous. She was a genius, but she also got high. You understand what the fuck I'm saying? And I don't know what this quote means. Somebody once said, we never know what is enough until we know what's more than enough. What? Um, I actually love women. Let me pause this for a second before I read some news and talk to you guys about the women in my life. I'm a man. I'm a man. Uh, what defines a man? I think I've been on this podcast previously and very arrogantly defined what I consider a man to be. And nobody gives a fuck because I'm not Andrew Tate. I don't got a dent in my head. I can't kickbox. I don't have a house, a brothel house that made lots of money pimping bitches for streams. I didn't, I didn't do all that. But I have my own opinions about what a man is. And I like to consider myself a man. I got testicles. I got a penis. Right? I got facial hair. And there are women in my life that are not men. They don't have penises. They don't have testicles. They don't have facial hair. And I love them. And I appreciate them. And I would be nowhere without them disregarding the very lyrical, literal, lyrical, lyrical, literal, literal, lyrical. I don't know if I was about to freestyle. The very uh, literal translation of that, that I did fall out of my mom's snatch, that I walked out of the Stargate, that, you know what I'm saying? That bushy roast beef sandwich. I, 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 I can't, I, I leapt out of that motherfucker beside that I still do owe so much of my life, my upbringing, the love in my life to women. I owe women. I owe women. You do too. Especially if you're a motherfucking man. You know, I hear people talk about love. I hear people talk about the family dynamic. I hear people talk about relationships. It's tough. No motherfucking doubt. Having a relationship with a woman, making sure you can trust somebody, making sure you're not going to be vulnerable around somebody and they take advantage of it. That happens vice versa. It's not just men to women. It's not just women to men. It may be more difficult from an emotional standpoint, typically just because of how society molds men, for men to be vulnerable to a woman. But the reality is, is that there is, it's just, I really do believe a universal truth. If you're gay, if you, you know what I'm saying? That, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm talking about the relationship between a person who is genetically a man and a person who is genetically a woman. There needs to be cohesion. There needs to be um, symbiosis. There needs to be harmony between both sexes because that is real love. It is real love. There's no relation that a man or a woman would have that they would have from their mother. You understand what I'm saying? There's no connection. You come from her womb. I see it all the time. I got a little girl. I love my little girl. I love my little girl. I like to think in my brain that I love my daughter more than my girl loves my daughter. That's just how I feel. She has my face. It's just what my heart tells me. But it is undeniable that she yearns for her mother and that she loves her mother in a different fucking way. Women are important. And also to break out of that box as well, because I feel like that can be probably a point of sensitivity if you think about just a historic analyzation of contributions that women have in society or the relationship that we have in analyzing women's roles. It's not just mothering. It's not just being a wife. It's not just, you know, taking burdens on and, you know, the, the maternal aspects of life. It's not just those boxes and, and those roles. It's, in, it's just as important to acknowledge the versatile and very broad spectrum of what women are. 
in the same way that I'm somebody that gets sick of, I use this analogy all the time. There are dark-skinned people on this planet, and I'm using dark-skinned people in particular because the world is racist. There are dark-skinned people on this planet that are geniuses. And there are also dark-skinned people that are just as dark as a genius that are retarded. We should not base the assessment of their intellect <laughs> on the skin color. You understand what I'm saying? Likewise, there are women who have a wide spectrum of personality and intellect. And it would be foolish as well just because they got some titties. Just because they got some, some, uh, some cooter lips. You know what I mean? Just because they're a woman for us to just generalize them and, and put place them in the, in the boxes of being a mother or being a wife or whatever. There's, there's a broad spectrum of what women contribute. Um, all that being said, I am a guy who has, I swear to God, I coined this term. If anybody else is fucking using this on the internet, they stole it. I, in my previous Instagram foray, when I was on Instagram as a consumer, just on there scrolling, I used to post dinner. After my girl cooked me dinner. And if she made mashed potatoes, no, I didn't punch her. I'm not that type of guy. But I will post that meal and I will say hashtag keeper in the kitchen. So you got to take it with a grain of salt, ladies and gentlemen. I do have a bit of misogyny. I think it's cute. I think it's necessary. I like to keep it a motherfucker old school. I like it to keep it a motherfucker old school. Um, <laughs> uh, I miss doing this. Um, let's read some news. Let's... Read the news. Nine elementary school students sickened by unknown substance at Metro Atlanta school. That's going to give me the motherfucking heebie-jeebies because I got a baby and I live in Atlanta. But guess what? I'm going to click that bitch. You know what I'm saying? Two Metro Atlanta elementary school students were taken to the hospital and seven more were sickened after ingesting an unknown substance at school Wednesday. Pause. Channel 2's Tom Reagan was at Hollis in Innovation Academy Wednesday, Hollis Innovation Academy. What are they innovating? Um, I love when schools do that. I love when schools have like their mission statement kind of like sewn into the name of the academy. It's like, you know that shit. <laughs> when you're wearing it on your chest that fucking loud, you know that's not what's going on in that school. They're not innovating shit. It's a public school. Uh, where there was at least two ambulances outside the school. Let's see what happened. There's a whole bunch of ads for breast cancer and firefighters. Link to cancer. There's uh, somebody saying, look for your high school yearbook. Where's the fucking story? This is just ads. This is the craziest clickbait I've ever experienced. Um, holy shit, bro. Okay, there we go. Paramedics at the scene said the students' symptoms ranged from nausea to headaches and that all children involved were elementary school aged. Hollis is a school that serves children from pre-K to eighth grade. Many parents rush to the school to pick up their children. I would imagine people will be in a fucking frenzy after the last three years of everybody's going to die, lock your grandma in the basement propaganda. I imagine all these people who were hypochondriacs and were sweating in their fucking houses while they were watching Netflix and calling Uber Eats every 45 minutes for three goddamn years, that they hear there's some type of outbreak in the school. They're going to be nervous, especially with their kids. It's just, it's just a scary thing. Uh, Reagan talked to a mother who was taking her young daughter home. She was poisoned by someone here. Conspiratorial. Um, we don't know what the situation was, she said. It's lack of supervision by the staff. So that one parent is claiming that there's somebody in this Atlanta public school, K through eighth grade, that was poisoning children with an unknown substance. God damn. 
That is a that is a leap. That is a jump into a goddamn conclusion. Atlanta Public Schools released a statement to Channel 2 Action News on Wednesday afternoon at approximately 12.30 p.m. Today, a number of students at Hollis Innovation Academy began to complain about stomach pains, dizziness, and nausea. School administrators began to investigate the situation immediately and discovered that a total of nine students in the third grade had ingested a foreign liquid substance. This just sounds wild. Pause. EMTs were called at the school nurse Excuse me. And the school nurse continued to assess and monitor the condition of the students until the EMTs arrived. Two students were taken to the hospital and the others were released to their parents. So somebody was poisoning kids with a strange liquid. Uh, don't know really what the fuck is going to eight year old girl. Uh, talked to sources, said that she was told another student put a liquid detergent on her fruit when she walked away from the table. She put it on my apple and I went to get water, she said. When I came back, I ate my apple, and it just didn't taste right. Okay, that little girl, that, that little girl's a bitch. Whoever the fuck was taking liquid detergent and putting that on people's fruit. And for, you know what? I, I got to say this. There's immediately just a binary. Uh, you, you remember those books when you were a kid? If you were a kid? I don't know if anybody out there is just like an eternal light being, an angel, somebody who's never aged never been born, never will die. I don't know who's listening to the fucking podcast, but I'm going to assume you're a human being. And once upon a time you were a kid, when I was a child, they used to have these books and the book would be like a choose your own ending. And so you read the beginning of the book. Everybody reads the same beginning. And it says, if you want to go down this corridor, skip to page dippity dabbity doo If you want to, you know what I'm saying? See what happens if Jerry goes into the office with the wrench and whatever fucking, you know what I'm saying? And then they will go to a different ending. That's how my brain just shot off in two binary options for what's going on here. I believe that certain people are born with uh, psychopathic tendencies. I think that certain people are born without empathy, without sympathy, without a sense of guilt or shame. And those people tend to grow up and murder <laughs> or run corporations. You know, you never know. You never fucking know. You don't fucking know. I like to think most people have, uh, you know, a, within a normal range of emotional. You get what the fuck I'm saying, right? Like they don't they're not walking around just throwing detergent on people's apples at school. I think that's like the majority of human beings. So the binary split that I'm having here is that either this little girl's a, a fucking psychopath that this, the, the, the wires in her brain are fucked up and she's that maniacal that she thought, I want to poison people. I'm going to be very thought out about this. What can people not ingest? But if I put that on something that they will ingest, they won't even see it because it's clear like a detergent. I'm going to wait till they walk away and I'm going to do it to successfully to eight kids. Like that's fucking, that's, that's high level shit. High level shit for elementary school to be poisoning eight-year-olds in a cafeteria. That's, there was a lot of thought. There was a lot of calculation there. You know, I think about that. She's a psychopath or she's repeating behavior. And if that's the case, then her parents are petty as fuck. <laughs> her parents are petty as a motherfucker. I see this from time to time on various websites where somebody will like catch their spouse cheating and they don't get the hit back by like scratching their car up or fucking their friend. Like there was this one girl. She was with this guy for I think like eight years and he started fucking a friend and she found out and she didn't even tell him she found out. She was, she kept him in the house, was acting normal. 
And she just started filling up his shampoo bottles with Nair. And I was like, oh, this bitch is a fucking psycho. And so that is probably what's happening. That's the other option. The little girl has parents like that where they're emotionally immature and they just want to get their hit backs by any means necessary. They're maniacal bastards and they're immature and they're raising their child incorrectly. And she's witnessing that. And so she's taking that behavior to school or she needs to be fucking burned at the stake because there's something fucking wrong with her brain. What is the opinion at mass about that? You know, do you always hear that hypothetical situation? If you can go back in a time machine to when Hitler was a baby, would you punt that motherfucker? Like, would you, <laughs> would you kick baby Hitler's head off of his shoulders? Would you do it to save all of those people? Would you stomp out a baby Hitler? <laughs> or do you feel some type of sympathy because he wasn't yet the evil son of a bitch? He wasn't that guy yet. He wasn't taking meth. And claiming that Jesse Owens had quick twitch muscles and that's why... You know, he, he wasn't doing all that shit yet. Do you feel sympathy for that fucking baby? I wonder. I wonder about that. And I, I, I'm, I'm drawing that parallel to think, like, if you can identify that a child is like a massive psychopath and doesn't have empathy, doesn't have sympathy, does not really care, not squeamish to hurting people, kind of sadistic personality... If you can identify that at a very early age, do we euthanize those children? You know, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. For the betterment of all. I'm sure that's in a lot of fucking dystopian future books. We're killing for peace. Coming soon. Um, let's see what the fuck else is going on. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I love doing this. I miss doing this. I, I had a better time at the beach. I'll be fucking honest. But I missed, I missed doing a nothing important podcast. I miss educating myself on how fucking retarded news is. Um, let's see. Scottsdale students deface property with hateful images of Holocaust studies. Holy shit, we just talked about killing Hitler. Let's listen, listen to this. Scottsdale students defaced property with hateful images on Holocaust studies district. Um, Scottsdale, Arizona, Unified School District is investigating an incident involving students reportedly defacing school property with hateful imagery. The, the district confirmed to ABC 15 that uh, instructional material was damaged at a Desert Canyon middle school during studies of World War II and the Holocaust. A seventh grade teacher reportedly sent an email to family saying multiple unnamed students thought it was humorous to draw swastikas on the faces of deceased Holocaust victims. Kill these children. We just talked about it. Um, additionally, unnamed students decided to tear up and rip up my posters about the Holocaust. The teacher had posters about the Holocaust. Like, Jesus Christ, a little corny. Um, the letter went on to read, I wish I could tell you all that this was the only instance of students being disrespectful during the World War II unit, but that would be honest. That wouldn't be honest to me. I'm sorry, my brain is fucking off. My brain is a little bit off, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, basically, this teacher is saying that they not even spilling the whole motherfucking tea. They're saying there's more shit that goes on. They're stressed out. I've seen this firsthand. I'm not seeing little white kids carve swastikas in the picture of deceased people. I've not witnessed that. I can't say that the hood provided that experience for me. <laughs> but what I have seen is little kids who grow up a certain way and they're fucking wild. And they have this urge. It's like a natural urge in these children I grew up with to like fucking break the teacher. They used to actually have a game, Break the Teacher. God bless Miss Loomis. Miss Loomis from the Midwest, young white girl. She was 24. She was my 
fourth grade teacher. And she came and she quit mid-year. She, she moved to New York City, became a teacher in East Harlem, and they broke that bitch down. They broke that motherfucking bitch down. She was ready to sell some twat on the motherfucking corner. They broke that bitch down. You understand what I'm saying? And this teacher sounds like she's getting broken down, but in a different way, you know? Hopefully this teacher is not Jewish and just taking the fucking abuses of these little racist kids in Arizona. Um, let's see what, what's going on here. An investigation is underway by school and district officials, as well as Scottsdale Police Department. Really got to involve the cops because kids drew pictures of squats. Like, come on, come on, son. Come on, son. The recent incident in our school is a clear indication that there's still much work to be done to help students understand this part of history and the impact it still has on people in our community. Even today, the district said in a statement, students should understand the pain their actions can inflict on others 100 motherfucking percent agreed this is a teachable moment but they're they're children and they're in school you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like is it equally as disrespectful if they you know were teaching woman's history month in scottsdale arizona and instead of these little kids carving swastikas on the foreheads of deceased jews where if they were like drawing dicks on the faces of women who were great contributors to society at large. You understand what I'm saying? Like if they were defacing and uh, being very misogynistic and over-sexualizing women with little cartoon dicks on their face. Is that the same thing? The point I'm trying to make, ladies and gentlemen, yes, it is wrong. It is fucking wrong, but they're kids. What happened to beating children? What happened to whooping a little, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Catholic school shit. With that lady who never got dick in her life, she comes out with the ruler. She says, put your wrist down. And the kid says, I'm not going to do that anymore because that hurts. And that's also, you know, traumatic and embarrassing. The school says it is a designated no place for hate school in partnership with the Anti-Defamation League. They, they have like the fucking Justice League. They got super friends. They got the cops. All on kids drawing swastikas. This is wild. School officials say as part of this program, students and staff work together to identify issues and implement activities that are designed to grow empathy and inclusion on campus. This is the teeter-totter in society of balance. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to be hungry. You want to be a wolf. You want to be able to kill the competition. But you also got to be inclusive. And you also have to be... Uh, empathetic, you understand what I'm saying? Intolerant, you know, <laughs> society. The district told ABC 15, any student determined to have been involved will be held accountable in accordance with the district's student code of conduct. How do you reprimand a child in Scottsdale, Arizona for drawing swastikas on pictures? I don't fucking know how you would, uh, you know, I don't know. You know, what I'm learning from reading the news so far, I've been away for a week, I'm learning that there's a lot of work to be done in this great nation. I still believe in America. I still love this country. I have a vision for the goddamn future, ladies and gentlemen. And it is not a weak vision. It is not communism. It's not everybody gets their fucking rations and you eat your, you know what I'm saying? Never, never rotting oatmeal pack. Your army ration. I'm not saying everybody gets a universal basic income. What I am saying is that we can implement some of the great minds in this country. We can utilize them to create society, recreate society, excuse me, to a point where it is more humane for everybody included. And that means more resources and equal or more equal. I don't think there's ever going to be an equal um, 
divvying of, of resources, but I think they can be a more equal uh, giving. I'm just fucking, I'm, 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 I'm so full of shit. No, um, let, me, let me continue with this. Let me continue with this. My vision for the fucking con- the future. Matthew Luther King. And I think that people can learn through education. Education is so important. You know what my dream is? I want to one day make a lot of fucking money and then go back to like my high school, my elementary school and make that speech that nobody remembers. You know, you have that guest speaker at a graduation and nobody remembers an fucking ounce of whatever the fuck they said. And they go up there and they, they feel good about themselves. I want to do it for me. I want to go up there and say, listen, we need to be more tolerant. We need to be more inclusive. You can't with the swastikas. You got to, and it's not going to make a difference. People are just going to still fall through the fucking cracks because that is human civilization. Next story. This is going to be the last motherfucking story, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm tired. Um, and I missed you. And I miss doing this. I miss doing this. And I'm going to keep on doing this. I love you. I don't fucking know you, but I love you. And I hope you love me too. If you'll continue listening to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor. Go on to the Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.